Well, we're not finished for the day, ladies and gentlemen. We're just getting started. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and our first month here at Podbean, but uh, this is episode 31 of our fifth season, having been on another platform for five and a half years. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, We welcome your listening. We We welcome any good reviews you could give us. And I want to advise you that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to welcome you with an attitude of gratitude, because as my listeners know, an attitude of gratitude keeps you healthier. It improves the quality of your life. It is an antidote for negative emotions, and is it is a great source to improve your immunity. People that practice gratitude have stronger immunities, expressing gratitude even for your own strengths and accomplishments, your relationships. Makes you get through this a little bit better. And appreciating our friends is number one for me. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, I wanted to to have uh, today's discussion Regarding uh, the COVID, and just to keep you positive, because there's so much negative news out there. When this all started, I had a sh- my first podcast was Keep Your Immune System Strong, 
and turn off the TV. And that is true today as it was five months ago. It, it's just incredible what we've been through. And if just, just a fact check list of things that were sent to me. The CDC admitted they screwed up COVID-19 infection counts and intentionally misled the public and have apologized, clarifying the amount of people truly infected is much lower than what was originally reported. An error so egregious, it made the director of the Harvard Global Health Institute say, quote, how could the CDC make this mistake? This is a mess, unquote. Remember, this was all based on this Neil Ferguson's model, which has never been right and which overestimated everything. And it had never been used for a pandemic model before. The American Coronavirus Task Force also admitted to fudging the national COVID death counts. And we know that Dr. Scarf, Dr. Burks, said the deaths are people who died with COVID-19, not from COVID-19, thus making the real death count much lower than what is currently reported. In Florida, we had a, a young man die in a motorcycle accident and his death was listed as COVID-19. Dr. Tony admitted masks won't help against the virus and mask manufacturers are now including warnings that their products do not do not deter COVID-19. Do not. And I have a copy, a photocopy of the warning on a, on a medical, on these medical masks, and which states this product is an air loop, ear EAR loop mask. This product is not a res respirator and will not provide any protection against COVID-19 coronavirus or or other viruses or contaminants. And we'll get into this mask or muzzling that they have us doing now, or some of us are falling in line, but I hope most of us are not. Fauci also said that continuing to close the country could cause irreparable damage. The CDC backtracked their initial claim that led governments to shut down their states and clarify that COVID-19 does not spread easily on surfaces. And, you know, everybody was cleaning up those surfaces, right? The material was so toxic. That is another immune modulator. All the chemicals, the 84,000 chemicals in our environment. The governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, confirmed a recent health study showing that 70% of new infections actually originated at home thus making staying at home orders one of the most dangerous mandates currently in place. How about that? The curve was already flattened when Dr. Tony told us to, to shut down. Do you know that? It was all, all a hoax. The curve is flattened. The CDC, the WHO, and Dr. Tony, our governors, and many more were completely wrong about the potential threat of this virus. Please, if you're still live, living in fear, don't be. The media, the global organization, the government, and its agencies totally misled all of us, the public. People called those of us who knew this all along conspiracy theorists. But it turns out we were right. Del Big Tree was right. A lot of the uh, professional YouTubers were right. 
and they recommending opening up our businesses, our churches, our homes, and don't fall for lies any longer. You know, I'm in the state of Florida, and they just admitted to miscalculations of their COVID-19 death results. Some of them results never got tested and came back as positive. Many others have been incorrectly identified as positive in the state systems. And in Florida, I know for a fact that the antibody test and the PCR test were commingled. And that if one person had five tests, that was five more positive tests for different people. And guess what? The WHO has just admitted that the transmission of the virus from asymptomatic carriers, which was the whole reason for the lockdown, is rare. You cannot spread it before showing symptoms. And the CDC confirmed that 04 to 0.26% death rate for COVID-19. The death rate from the flu shot is 0.6, twice as high as from COVID. Of course, you know, we're not going to get into what we did to the economy and shutting down everything and shutting down surgeries and shutting uh, down care for people that have profound illnesses. And I want to go back and talk a little bit about what I said a month ago, or five months ago. And then we'll get into the muzzling and the other issues. That medical errors are the third leading cause of death in the United States. You think of Dr. Tony, one on television, and said something to this effect, that there are three, first of all, in, in 2013, 611,105 people died of heart disease, 584,881 died of cancer, and 149,205 died of chronic respiratory disease. And they're higher than 1999. What are we doing about that? But I think a lot of us underestimate the medical errors part of it. And there are 330,000 deaths caused by drugs properly prescribed. It not only maims and kills, it brings emotional turmoil and loss to the families, friends, coworkers, and colleagues of those who are killed and maimed, the 330,000 who are killed and the 6.6 million who are hospitalized and the 80 million whose productivity is hobbled or whose ability to care for others is significantly diminished. That is, that is a pandemic. And this was brought to, to uh, light by, doc, by Donald Light, whose book, The Risk of Prescription Drugs, Columbia University Press. Okay. Suppose the mainstream media got on that. Independent blogs and websites, and you heard that. Quote, I have the cause of 330,000 deaths, 6.6 million people. They kept telling you about that. You think that would get anybody's attention? 80 million minor but troubling disruptive problems, all from drugs, medical errors. 
the quote from from Donald Light's book is appropriately prescribed prescription drugs are the fourth leading cause of death. About 330,000 patients die each year from prescription drugs in the U.S. and Europe. And there's more and more and more on this product. And a great investigative reporter, uh, John Rappaport, uh, really goes into this and calls it a, calls it a medical holocaust. And then there's another new book out by Dr. Carolyn Dean. It's called Death by Modern Medicine. She states in her book that 2013, it was estimated that preventable hospital errors killed 210,000 Americans. And that by 2016, the number increased to 250,000. Okay, and then we have we have our guest just signing in. I'll get to him. So many medical procedures and treatments are unnecessary. We overtest, we overtreat. That's part of the problem. Instead of dissuading patients from unnecessary or questionable interventions, the system rewards waste, incentivizes disease over health. According to a 2017 report on an online journal called PLOS One. 20.6% of all medical care is unnecessary, including 22% of prescription medications, 24.9% of medical tests, 11.1% of procedures. And why are they done? Because doctors feel malpractice, fear malpractice. There's a lot of patient pressure. And it, believe it or not, in this, with all these medical records, electronic medical records, Doctors have difficulty accessing, assessing these records. So, in my opinion, this is the real pandemic we, that the main, mainstream media should be focusing on and talking about. It occurs year in and year out. With that being said, and before I keep ranting, I want to introduce our guest uh, who, who's been on the program many times. Uh, he was on last week, and we had a great time. You got a lot of good information. I hope you remember. If you haven't listened to the program and you're new to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, listen to last week's program with Phil Safier from Alexa, E-L-I-X-A, about colloidal silver. It's something that is a staple at the Repesy family and uh, something you should think about. So, Phil, how are you? I'm well. Good to hear you again. Oh, good. I'm glad you got on and you, you sound good as usual. So I just had a little bit of a rant about medical errors as a third leading cause of death. And I did talk a little bit about, I'm, I'm going to not call it masking anymore. I'm going to call it muzzling because it, it, it just, it's just yeah. so unhealthy. Let me just yeah. go through this for our, for our listeners that I'm going to turn, turn you loose. Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, it's almost like Ripley's, believe it or not. There are no randomized controlled trials, RCTs they're called, to show that masks have any effectiveness for this virus. February 2020, a meta-analysis of six randomized controlled trials involving 9,171 patients. Conclusion, no st statistically significant differences in preventing influenza or viral infections using surgical or N95 masks. 
May 2020, 159 healthcare workers, age 21 to 35, 81% getting headache from wearing a face mask. 2008 study of surgical masks worn by 53 surgeons concluded a reduced blood oxygen level significantly that they were, they called it hypoxia. 2015 study, hypoxia inhibits T lymphocytes. We'll talk more about that when we get into immunity. Uh, That's the main immune cells that are used to fight viral infections. So you're wearing a mask and you're Decreasing oxygen, that can't be good. You're increasing CO2, that can't be good. You're inhibiting and decreasing T lymphocytes, that can't be good. And hypoxia, ladies and gentlemen, promotes inflammation. And inflammation is present in most chronic diseases and and can promote the growth and invasion and spread of cancers and other diseases. And remember, I read to you what's on the warnings of a box of masks. It's not for coronaviruses. And if you wear a mask, you're constantly rebreathing the viruses into your nasal passages. You know, the World Health, well, World, that's easy for me to say, right? The World Health Organization even says there's no need for healthy people to wear face masks. Now, our Surgeon General said, not to wear them. Now he's reversed and said, wear them, but he'll he'll probably come out again. They're flip-flopping on this, depending on what the pharmaceutical companies tell them. But ladies and gentlemen, wearing a mask is like installing a screen door on a submarine, or as I heard another physician say, it's like installing a cyclone fence to keep out mosquitoes. Those who wear them are doing it for psychological operative uh, reasons only. And we've been fear-mongered and fear is what this whole pandemic has been about, to create so much fear that we just follow, just follow. So think about it. This virus attacks the respiratory system and people put a mask on that limits the flow of oxygen through their respiratory system. You become immune suppressed by constantly wearing a mask. You recirculate exhaled carbon dioxide waste and whatever else is in that mask. And most people don't wear it properly anyway. They touch it with dirty hands. They put it on their chin. They walk around. They sweat in it. And then they see somebody. They put, put it up over their nose so they can inhale whatever germs are on their face. And if uh, you really want an education on this, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to uh, search for Dr. Russell Blaylock, B-L-A-Y-L-O-C-K, who did a incredible research on uh, on wearing face masks so uh how how's the face mask situation at where you are phil i lost you there first are you there phil i think we lost phil uh, we'll, we'll we'll get him back. But ladies and gentlemen, that's my take on face masks. They're really muzzling you, and it's a psychological operation. Uh, so we got to be careful with that. You know, COVID nineteen is real. Don't get me wrong; it is real, but it affects the elderly with comorbidities. Okay, and the real death rate is somewhere around 026 to 04 percent, not five and ten percent as it was originally predicted. So if there is a household member with COVID, 
you have a 12% chance of getting it. But most people that get it don't get sick. And most people that get it, 99.9% .9 of them, they get better. So 90% of people that have a positive test have no symptoms or symptoms so mild that nothing's necessary. And why? Am I, because are, can you I, hear Yeah, I do. You're our back and strong again. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so we were just, uh, when, I, when uh, you went out in the cloud, uh, we were talking about masks. Uh, did you have any, yes. any, any opinion on them? Yeah, well, I, 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 it seems to me here in Albuquerque that the majority of people are, are wearing them. Uh, in their cars, walking alone on the street with nobody around them, they're wearing masks. When they're riding bicycles, when they're hiking, they're wearing masks. And uh, it's, it's a mind boggler. You know, you've got to wonder what is going through their minds. If, if I, I'm out hiking, I'm, a, I'm an avid hiker. Three times a week, I'm out there hiking on the trails. And, you know, see these people walk off the trail, turn their backs to me because I'm not wearing a mask. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't know if I'm being shunned or protected. I'm not quite sure what's going through their heads. But at any rate, that seems to be what's going on. That's the majority of people seem to be walking in lockstep with the lockdown because they buy the propaganda. By the way, um, you, you, you know, when you're talking about the possible negative effects of wearing a mask, uh, I don't know if you saw that there's reports now of dental problems. Hmm. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, you might want to take a look at that. That what the, the dentists are seeing is more problems that they believe are complications from again rebreathing your own bacteria. So instead hmm. of instead of getting the uh, the bacteria out of your system, um, they're they're uh, rebreathing it and they're culturing their own mouths and and creating more. Uh, of the bacteria that cause tooth decay and gum disease and stuff like this because, uh, as you know, doctor, God made a big mistake when he created humans. He forgot to put a mask over their mouths and noses. I, I don't know what God must have been having an off day or something. I don't know quite what he was going through his mind, but now we know that he should have equipped us with masks and filters uh, so that we would never come into contact with the air. Yeah, it, it just, it's just amazing. I had one friend describe people wearing masks in cars as, as the reason why they have instructions on shampoo bottles. It is mind-boggling. Well, here, well, here, here this will blow your mind even farther. When people do Zoom conference calls... Their companies, if they're working for a company, their companies are telling them that they should wear a mask. Even when they're at home by themselves and they're on a Zoom conference call, they should be wearing a mask. This doesn't make any sense unless it's it, like the it, Stockholm it Syndrome. It, that's right. And it's virtue signaling. The idea is this is a way to show that we're in solidarity, that we care for our brothers and sisters. We're such good people that we will uh, do all these measures that will hurt millions and millions of people, far more than the less than 1% that would really suffer 
from this, whatever this is, and we're not even, they don't even know what the hell this is, but never mind. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to shut down society. We're going to cripple the economy. We're going to starve children. We're going to cause the destruction of, you know, New York City is, is dead. Forget about it. Manhattan's never going to come back. Las yeah. Vegas, is Las Vegas ever going to come back? It's absurd. No, it, absurd. It, 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 they have killed the country. They, 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 uh, and, and we're, and everybody's following. I mean, people are following right. this like it's a religion. And uh, one psychiatrist said it's the Stockholm syndrome. You, you know, you've been bombarded yeah. for five months with so much negativity and fear. And fear is driving this fear. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be afraid of this. 99.9% uh, of people get, or 99.8% eight, .8 of people are going to get better from this. Okay. The death rates are going down. The, the, and a very, a very small percentage will even have the flu. Not even that many people will even have symptoms. Exactly. You will. You want, and, and we just talked about ninety percent don't even get symptoms. I guess That's maybe right. this might be a, a good time just to talk about the test, ladies and gentlemen. If you are not sick, <laughs> if you have no symptoms, please stay away from the tests. The test, That's the right. PCR test, is eighty percent false positives. It can be the positive. Inventor. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell, tell, tell them about the, our yeah. Nobel Prize. Yeah, the inventor, the inventor of the PCR test, Carrie Mullins, who got a Nobel Prize. So he's up there with Bob Dylan, you know. He <laughs> he said him he said himself that this test is not to be used for these purposes. He says you can't do that. So that's why they're getting false positives, false negatives, false everything, and false statistics. So what drives me nuts is that you turn on the news, and what's the first thing you say? Oh, today there was another thousand cases. Well, please define case. When you say case, do you mean somebody who's in the hospital? What is it that you mean? No, you mean that they tested positive, which means absolutely nothing. The person has no symptoms. They probably never will develop any symptoms. But you're going to close down anywhere where that person has been in the last two weeks. Yeah. It's insanity. Yeah. It's hysterical insanity. And, and they don't want to talk about Sweden anymore, which had none of this. None of this. It has a very, very low infection fatality rate yeah, at course. one point they it, they did have a spike but it was because of nursing home deaths not because of people out on the street that's right just that's right and and even in new york i mean i i think it's like 30 to 40 percent of their deaths were from cuomo's decision to put infected covid right. people in nursing homes so and when you when you when you subtract all these nursing home deaths when you subtract the people that died with it not from it Ladies and right, gentlemen, right. please do not be afraid. Well, and then then the propaganda mongers, these fear mongers, these really d d deceitful, amoral people on the news and the media, whoever's doing this stuff, they'll come on, they'll say, oh, a 30-year-old man in the prime of fit as could be, he got sick. Well, but did, did they close down the country when Jim Kick, that runner, dropped dead years and years ago? No. 
So they take one instance. They say, oh, a little child over here got sick. Therefore, we should not open the schools. And they're playing with the fact that most people don't have a sense of what statistics mean. You know, like it or not, we are all a statistic. And we have to look at ourselves sometimes from 10,000 feet up and say, stop worrying about Grandma Betty. Let's worry about the million people who, if you try to save Grandma Betty, are going to suffer. Please try to think of the big picture for once in your life. Stop focusing on yourself and your grandma. Think about society as a whole and what you are doing, the immense harm that has happened to business owners, to workers, to people who, who are living month to month, who are going to be evicted from their houses and their, their apartments. That's the real victim, not of the virus, but of this draconian, insane, militaristic, big pharma-controlled campaign. Absolutely. The, the, and the pharmaceutical company now, you're going to see more and more of their influence when you start. we start talking of the, about these vaccines, which are just yes, horrendous. Yes. And it shows yeah. the power. I mean, we just spent $1.9 with a B dollars on a vaccine yeah. that has not even gone through phase three. Yeah. And will probably fail because I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the reason the flu shot fails is because it's made in chicken embryos. And the, they have known for 30 years that the virus mutates inside the chicken embryo. So what they put in is not what they get out. And that's why people, you know, say, well, it doesn't work. Well, sure, it doesn't work. It's not the same virus. And now we have a virus that could potentially change your DNA. Think about that. A vaccine, a vaccine that a can vaccine. change your DNA, yeah. right? Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 Bill. Yeah, that's that's Bill Bill's uh, uh, Bill Gates's concept is that we're gonna we're gonna go a new way that nobody's ever done before, but we're gonna change your RNA and your DNA. We're gonna use an RNA vaccine or whatever whatever it is these guys have come up with. Well, that's fine. You can take it, Bill, and you can give it to your wife and your kids and your family. Let's see how it, it works for you. And let's talk about this in 20 years. Let's talk about just that a little bit, because coronavirus, they've been trying to develop a coronavirus vaccine for years, ladies and gentlemen. And last year, they thought they had one just for the regular coronavirus. And a lot of us have cross immunity because of the, you know, we're all exposed to coronaviruses per se. Long story short, they gave it to ferrets because they did it, did it more properly than we're doing today. The ferrets developed fantastic antibodies. So their next step was to expose these ferrets to the actual virus. They all died. They all died, ladies and gentlemen. So what's going to happen with these volunteers who are pre-selected to be the strongest among us and they're developing antibodies? What's going to happen to them when they're exposed to the virus? As it is, 50% of them of these volunteers are experiencing side effects. 
So, well, uh, to, to take that to take that just a step farther, there seems to be very good evidence that shows that if you've been vaccinated, your chances of getting ill are actually better than if you haven't been vaccinated. Well, you're vaccinated or the flu shot. The flu shot will yeah, increase. That's what I'm saying. Your, yeah, yeah. yeah. 36% increase on a, on a veteran study of 36,000 people, 36%. Now, Dr. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. said that 100% of the COVID deaths have had the flu shot. That's correct. 100%. And just, just think about that. And he, yeah, he yeah. told that to, uh, to Dershowitz. And look, yeah. if you look at on a, that YouTube video of JF Kennedy yeah, versus yeah. Dershowitz, you'll see mm-hmm. Dershowitz's jaw drop. Yeah. And Dershowitz is for mandatory vaccinations. He says you have no right not to be vaccinated. But he has not said months much since he that interview. Yeah, well, hopefully the man can come to his senses, but he's got big problems. He's got Epstein problems. Yeah. Well, that's for sure, yeah. but yeah, he and he's got problems. You know what? And 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 Phil just just something that came up the other day that that Ladies and gentlemen, the, one of the re, one of the things that we promote on our program is for you to be the CEO of your own body. That's why we talk about uh, different uh, treatments and whatever and and alternatives because what is happening to medicine is just a disgrace. And to bring it out, there was just an article written in American Greatness. Okay, and I'll just summarize it here. Doctors now. Considering a young here, I'll just just talk, just talk, uh, read this from the article. A young neurosurgeon at Harvard recently uh, talked about this in a in a Forbes magazine uh, that U.S. medical schools don't meet minimal standards for racial justice. The author cites her racial justice credentials and con- and fellowship uh, at Harvard program in global surgery and social change. In past years, I could tell you that neurosurgery residents took their residency so seriously. You know, the mastery that you want somebody operating on your brain, and they disappeared into that work for like six years, ex- at, uh, sorrowly at the expense of even their family life. But uh, now... The Medical College of Wisconsin, it wants these neurosurgical residents to be educated and compelled to take uh, white fragility to describe the the disbelieving defenselessness of the white people. So here's our medical system. Not only it... It, it, it is it is being run by the pharmaceutical company because 80% of the board of directors of medical schools are from the pharmaceutical company. Now they're going to be having to, to learn about racial justice and things that have nothing to do with operating on your brain. Is that sad? That's all. It's all upside down and backwards. And, and I, I, the pendulum has to swing. I mean, you have to move from... Where, where back in the day when slavery was accepted and that nobody, you know, very few people really thought that there was a problem with it, to today where the pendulum swung so far in the other direction that now you're, you know, it's gotten crazy and you're in danger for saying the wrong word. If you use the wrong word, uh, you can have your, your teeth handed to you. So that's, but I think the pendulum will come back more towards center and we'll, we will gain some measure of sanity eventually. But 
this is kind of the way things work, that there are these pendulum swings. And right now we're out of the edge of the pendulum swing. So it's, you know, it's to be expected to some extent. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, please turn off the television. Don't worry about these numbers of cases. Uh, most of them are false positive, uh, And it, it is a result of having a, 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 a test that was never meant to test for viral diseases. It was meant for manufacturing. And that's why, why uh, Gary mm-hmm. Knowles uh, received his Nobel Prize. But they repositioned it. And just to give you an idea of the test from what I know about it, uh, they take up they they a part of it from a nose swab. A, a, they have a maybe find a molecule, and they have to amplify it. And they have to keep making it bigger and bigger and bigger. And it takes about thirty amplifications to get a positive test. If they do under thirty, it's negative. If they do over sixty, That's it turns right. negative. I mean, it is a test that is so crazy, and uh, the 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 operator can make it go either way. So yes. Please don't be upset with those numbers. The death rates in the country, thank God, are coming down. Okay. Under the young kids, it's almost, you're going to hear about a case now and then, but you hear about that in normal times. Okay. Sorry to say we do have an expiration date. We don't know when it is for any of us. So, you know, please be, be, just don't let this fear mongering. I mean, psychiatrists are finally now uh, coming to the forefront. I mean, uh, suicides are up. 31% 31% yes, generally, yes. but in some areas, 600%. Yes. Right? Yes. And speak, speaking of speaking of psychiatrists, I sent you that link to Andrew Kaufman, to that uh, uh, interview that Andrew Kaufman did. I don't know if you got that uh, link, but I, I highly recommend that. He's a psychiatrist, um, and he has totally broken with the establishment because number one, he doesn't buy the germ theory, number one. He says there's a lot of holes in the germ theory, so you have to start at the very basis of it. But he has worked in, in emergency rooms. He has real-world experience. He's highly qualified to look at the research, and he lays it out as to this problem that you're talking about, about the fear-mongering and all the disinformation that's coming out uh, to do all this. And there's precious little talk about how to bolster your immune system, how to stay healthy, how to how to get your vitamin D levels up, how to exercise, how to get sunshine, how to eat properly, how to lose weight, stop all these things that a person can do to improve their resiliency. No talk of that. And then when you do become ill, if you do become ill, if you're one of the unfortunate 1% who's actually going to have much of anything to worry about, they don't use the actual remedies that work. They're not, they're not using hyperbaric oxygen. They're not using methylene blue. They're not using colloidal silver. They're not using any of the anti-malarials and all these other things that have been shown to work. And, and how they, about hydroxychloroquine? How about hydroxychloroquine? There you go. That's yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I mean, the anti-malarials, the anti-malarials, yeah. right, right. I mean, they, 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 yeah. and that was Dr. Tony. I mean, he's the one that stopped it. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, right. he promoted two studies: one in New England Journal, one in Lancet, were, that were totally fabricated and were withdrawn two weeks after they were printed because there was there was no substance to them. So hydroxychloroquine yeah. for a course of treatment may cost $60. His drug, Remdesivir, right. costs $3,200. Yeah. 
And it right. only works a small percentage of the time. So, right. so, so Phil is right. I mean, we, you, we're given that you're given out on the mainstream so much false information. It's hard for you to make a decision what to do with your life. I understand that. But and they're censoring. They're censoring. Uh, well, that that's another story. Yeah, you know, like I said, we're being used, abused, schooled, and fooled. Anything natural is okay. being taken off the market. Dr. Joe Mercola, who's had a, a, a newsletter, is being censored every day and threatened with lawsuits. Uh, yeah. I, I had some of my podcasts taken off that talked about ozone. Ozone is, is super oxygenated uh, oxygen, and it's been, it's been around for a long time, used regularly, has no side effects. Uh, but, you, you know, if you mention that ozone can cure Ebola or COVID, you're taken off the market. Or it cancer, just, for that matter. Cancer oh, yeah, absolutely. Again, Can Dr. Warburg. Is a cancer. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Warburg. Yeah, go. Dr. Otto Warburg. He proved that if you have enough oxygen in your system, you don't get cancer. What's one yes. way of doing it? Well, hyperbaric oxygen, like Phil Safer just said. And by the way, yeah, Phil hiking. Safer, hiking, yeah, high, uh, high altitudes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, I, today is just a ranting day, but uh, it, I wanted to rant because I wanted you to know that there is no logical reason to be fear, to have fear. They are That's implanting right. this. This is, this is something to keep us subservient and to make us all put muzzles on, not to be able to see people's expressions. That's right. Uh, That's right. You know, it, it is really human contact. They don't want people talking to one another. They don't want people gathering. All these things are a threat to the power established, the, the powers that be, the people who have the power. They want to divide and conquer. They want to eliminate human contact. They want to turn us into commodities. We are going to be data mined. 5G is about data mining. You are a commodity. You are in, in the Internet of Things. People are things. We are things to be mined and used. Our energy is to be used. Our thoughts, our emotions, our actions, our decisions are all food for this in incredible data-gathering artificial intelligence system that we call the Internet of Things. And this is one of the steps in making you into a thing. This is a gigantic experiment to see how much nonsense you will believe. So, ladies and gentlemen, what, what Phil Safer is saying is something you don't hear very often because you're, you're labeled a conspiracy theorist. But right. the 5G it was in northern Italy, was put, just put in by Huawei, uh, uh, right. lots of 5G in northern Italy. They had a massive vaccine campaign. Three un, unused, previously right. unused vaccines were given to the northern Italians. And we could go into glyphosate because the, glypho the, the biofuels right. used right. in airports were sprayed right. heavily right. In, in northern Italy as right. they are in New York. And right. what does Bill Gates want to do? He wants to track you with something, a nanoparticle he puts in your system that can be controlled right. with 5G. Now, does that sound right. uh, outer space? It does, but it's true. It's happening now. It is happening There's today. research. Research exists that shows the effect of 5G fields on the immune system and on viruses. This is documented. You know, let me, let me just interject this concept of, of conspiracy theory. 
You, this is what anybody who disagrees with the dominant paradigm gets labeled as a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. Now, my question is this. Do conspiracies exist? Can you look at history and see conspiracies? Can you see that groups of people get together to manipulate situations, that they use propaganda, that they lie, that they come up with false flag events to get us into wars? Does the Gulf of Tonkin, does the Bay of Pigs, does the battleship Maine, does the USS Liberty, does 9-11, do any of these things ring any bells and give you the idea that maybe there are false flags? Maybe there really are conspiracies. If you think that conspiracy theories are a conspiracy, you need to think a little bit and not accept the dominant paradigm without thinking critically. As Dr. has said time and time again, Dr. Ron keeps saying, think for yourself. Think critically. Just, just, just don't take what the talking heads are telling you, ladies and gentlemen. And listen to shows like this one. Listen to Phil Saver. He'll be on regularly. Uh, and, and listen to me. I'm here every Tuesday at 4 p.m. I've been doing this now for five and a half years. I am making some headway now. Uh, and I, I'm proud of it. Uh, because I'm getting every little bit helps everybody yeah. who who sees what's going on has to speak out this is a time when you cannot hold your tongue I don't care how many friends I lose I don't care how much if people in my family think that I've gone over the, the I've gone on the deep end I'm around the bend I don't care anymore I'm too old for this crap. I've been here on this planet 75 years and I've seen what these guys do. You can't, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. These people are not going to pull the wool over my eyes at all. They haven't been able to do this for a very long time, and I'm old enough that I've been around the block once or twice. This is not my first rodeo. I know who these people are. They are, they are, they are immoral, greedy, rapacious people. Who, who think that we, the little people, are not at their level. We don't deserve the consideration that people of their class deserve. If you ain't got the money, honey, out of here. We don't, we don't want anything to do with you. If you don't have money or power, you're scum. We'll get rid of you. We don't care. We have no, no problem with that because you're subhuman. The only real humans are people of substance, the elite. That's how they think. And, 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 and they have done this, ladies and gentlemen, with fear. Uh, fear is just such a powerful, powerful emotion uh, to, to control the population. And if you don't think critically, or don't take the time to think about it, listen to other points of view, you will, you will succumb. And when you are fearful, you have lots of production of cortisol, when you have lots of cortisol, your right. immune system right. drops. I mean, yeah. it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. Fear, keeping you in the house, therefore you don't get any sunlight and vitamin D. Uh, your immune system drops. Put a mask on you, decrease your oxygen level. Yeah. What does yeah. that do? Decrease yeah. your T cells. So yeah. it, it, it just keeps going on and on and on. So And here's, here's, here's what okay. I'm – go ahead. No, I'm okay. Go uh, ahead, Dr. Phil. Okay, so okay, so it it amazes me 
that anybody who's been aware for any length of time has seen what the pharma, big pharma has done in terms of OxyContin, the dangerous drugs, thalidomide, on and on and on. There's a term that's called iatrogenic. Look up I-A-T-R-O-G-E-N-I-C. Iatrogenic, it means disease that is caused by the medical system itself. These are diseases you get in hospitals. These are diseases that you get from taking pharmaceuticals, from taking antibiotics. The number of iatrogenic deaths a year, I think, is in the hundreds of thousands in this country alone. Now, I ask you, good people, ladies and germs, please, for the love of all that's holy, you know that these people are criminals, and yet you give them the benefit of the doubt. You give them your children to shoot up. You give them your children to send off to foreign wars that are nonsensical wars. Wake up, please. You've got to wake up now. It's getting to be too late. We still have a time. We still can. We can lick this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have uh, from your mouth we, to God's ear. Yeah, we can. We can lick it. I am not giving up on this because the majority of people are good people, but they did not. They they were so encumbered by the fear they forgot to to to, to think. So let me just just put a little bit in perspective, ladies and gentlemen. There's about yeah. six trillion human cells. You know, we have sixty trillion bacteria in our body so do you think bacteria are bad for you we have 380 trillion or more or less viruses in our system yeah. all the time so when you yeah. think about it we have more dna from bacteria and viruses than we have from our own human cells they're not here to kill us right. they don't want to kill us they want us to thrive they help us to thrive so we need to think, how can we keep ourselves healthy? How can we keep our immune right. system strong? Right. There, there are some proactive things we can do. And I am a proponent of getting your vitamin D level checked. And yeah. I would like to see everyone do that. And before the, the quote unquote flu season, I'd like to see... Right people get their vitamin D level up between 60 and 80 nanograms yeah. per milliliter. That, yes. that is no. not, that's the optimal. That's not the normal now. That's the optimal right. range. Right. And okay. also vitamin A and, and vitamin K2 in combination with D and magnesium. You need magnesium. Absolutely. Now, just, just on the vitamin D, ladies and gentlemen, if you think vitamin D isn't important, I did a PubMed search. There are 84,378 articles on vitamin D. How about that? It has been studied, and the average dose, I'm going to tell you right now, depending on where you are, is between five and 10,000 units per day, yep. along with some vitamin yep. K2. But let me, let me just tell you, when you go to your doctor, and we'll talk more about this next week and have a blood test, and he calls, his nurse calls you and says everything is normal. That is normal for sick people, not normal for healthy people. It is not the optimal level. Anything over 30, you'll be called and say your test is normal. That's, that's normal for sick people. 
You want yours between 60 and 80. As you do other tests, you want them to be optimal, not just normal. Right. So I agree with it, with everything Phil has said. And we did. Did you mention zinc? Because zinc, zinc stopped, also, that yeah. stops the replication of the viruses and seaweeds yeah. like iodine. Great for yeah. your for your thyroid iodine. and your immunity. Colloidal yeah, you silver. Can, do you know you, anything about that? Colloidal silver. <laughs> a, a couple things, yes. So with when, when you when you take colloidal silver orally, you're doing something. But if you put it in a nebulizer and you inhale colloidal silver, spray it in your eyes, that because you can get you can become infected if you get if you believe the infected infective model, you can become in, infected not just through your nose and your mouth. You can also become infected through your eyes, and there are some who actually believe through the ears also. There's good evidence that you can become infected through the ears, which is why you want to periodically uh, put hydrogen peroxide, 3% hydrogen peroxide in your ears and let it sizzle, sizzle away for five minutes or so to clean that stuff out in your ears. But when you nebulize colloidal silver and you inhale it up through your nose into your sinuses, you're, you're killing microorganisms in your sinuses and you're protecting it. And the same thing goes when you breathe in through your mouth, you're getting it into your mouth, into your throat, where, which is where this stuff supposedly incubates in the sinuses and the throat. And then eventually, after a number of days, it works its way into your lungs. But as you inhale the colloidal silver, you're also getting it into your lungs. It's like spraying colloidal silver in your lungs. And if you really want the full boat, you can add a little bit of hydrogen peroxide, again, 3%, a drop or two of hydrogen peroxide, a little iodine. Okay, I think he was saying iodine. If you can hear me, Phil, you dropped out again. There you go, you're back, you're back. Yeah, so, so at any rate, so you can make a mixture. While it's good to just inhale the, the uh, colloidal silver, if you add a little iodine, a little hydrogen peroxide, and even a little methylene blue, you have something that is being researched now and is showing great promise in the event that you actually did come down with any kind of severe bronchial sy symptoms. Is this going to cure everything? No. Is it a cure-all? No. Is it a, a panacea? No. But I'll tell you what, it's not a placebo either. This stuff works. It's documented. You can see serious research that explains how these very natural, harmless. There's no harm in using these things in almost any amount. But with colloidal silver, there's no there's no downside to it, especially when you make it properly with our generator, the Sylvonic Pro. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's something that I will admit to that my whole family uses, and the Sylvonic Pro is very easy. Let me just mention a couple more things. Let me just explain, if you don't understand what's happening, a virus will has to get into the cell wall. It has to get into these, these spikes, they're calling them now. And what prevents that? It looks like colloidal silver does. Definitely vitamin A has, is good for the cell wall. Okay, and that's, that, that works with, with uh, the iodine. But zinc, 
is I, 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 that really blocks the virus from getting through the cell wall. Mm -hmm. So we need healthy cell walls, and you do that with vitamin D, C, zinc, iodine A, colloidal silver, and probiotics. Now, what happens? If the virus does get into the cell, it's got to attach to the RNA, and it's got to start making Xerox copies of itself. Then it has to assemble itself and get out of the cell, Okay. So there's lots of steps in between that we can take to keep ourselves healthy. The viruses don't kill us, but it's an overreaction from a weakened or dysfunctional immune system to the virus that results in our own body attacking our own cells and resulting in harm or death. So we don't want a dysfunctional immune response. So what if you have or if you're obese, if you're diabetic, if you have heart disease, if you're a smoker, or you if you have an autoimmune disease that keeps you immunocompromised, if you live in an environment where there's dirty air, you're around an airport where you don't have good water, where your food is 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 all uh, sprayed with glyphosate uh, Roundup. Okay, you need to do all this. And my Go-to probiotic is not a probiotic per se, but it is a sporebiotic. I, I, I take sporebiotics and I re recommend sporebiotics because of Dr. Dietrich Klinghart. Okay, because spore-based probiotics consist of the cell wall of the bacillus spores, which is a, has a protective shell around the DNA and the working mechanism of that DNA. Okay, bacillus spores are shown to, to dramatically increase immune tolerance, which means they help repair damage in your intestinal barrier. Since they are not quote unquote live, like you see a lot of probiotics, we have live cultures, they are not affected by antibiotics. And they have been shown to effectively modulate cytokines, which are the anti-inflammatory cytokines are upregulated. That means they get stronger while the inflammatory ones, the ones that you hear that are killing people, they're downregulated and they restore a nice balance. There's lots of research on this. I won't go further because we did talk about it on a previous program, but spore probiotics. So they are things that you can do proactively. And one other, one other is decrease your exposure to electromagnetic fields. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think you should turn off your Wi-Fi at nights. Mm -hmm. I think you make sure you turn off your Wi-Fi printer while you're at it. Okay. And limit your screen time. Limit your screen time. Because that, uh, Phil Safer uh, from Alexa alluded to something that is a that you when you talk about it, you're called a conspiracy theorist. But there are uh, frequencies owned by Dr. Hula. And you, who hasn't heard of Hula on on the, as an app, right? That they are working with to control how you think. Now, is that crazy? I'll leave it up to you to do your own research. So limit, limit your screen time, ladies and gentlemen. And then, uh, Phil, there are things you can do to limit how you're exposed to toxins. I tell my friends and people that listen to this program, don't use so much hand sanitizer because you have, a, you have, a, you have bacteria on your skin that are good for you. Right, right. Right? Right. Uh, right. What other and and I also tell them they should be using a uh, uh, a a, a carbon-based product. I like one called zeolite, liquid zeolite, and mm -hmm. and, uh, and 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 uh, and and most important of all, really, 
I should put this number one is relationships. That's why I'm so against mm -hmm. the muzzling. Social mm -hmm. connections have been mm -hmm. shown to increase longevity by 50%, increase your immune system. Uh, it, it, it's so important to have relationships and social connections. I can't, I, I, I probably should just do a show on that. Just relationships, relationships, very important. Don't wear the muzzle. Can I, can I tell a quick story? Absolutely. Okay, so I'm talking with an old friend of mine, a guy that I've known since we were kids. And he lives on the East Coast, and we were chatting and stuff. And he says, how's the family and everything? I said, everybody's great. As a matter of fact, my two-year-old granddaughter and my daughter are coming over this afternoon. And we're, they're going to hang out here for four or five hours. And it, it's, it's the most wonderful thing. I didn't realize how wonderful it would be to be a grandfather. So he says, well, I hope you're wearing a mask and keeping your distance. And I said, are you insane I said, I hold that little girl. We kiss each other on the lips. We've been doing this forever. And she's fine. And I'm fine. And get out of here with that fear and stop believing this stuff. Wow. Well, what, do you, what, what you're hearing is a true story, you know. And uh, yeah, I, I, see, I see it here. I, I, I live in a continuing care community. And people walking around in this gorgeous 185-acre preserve with a mask <laughs> on all by themselves. Yeah. Uh, what, is, I, what are they thinking? What are they yeah. thinking? Are they thinking? <laughs> it's just like... No, they're not. They're just, it's just the fear it's, is controlling them. I really have to have patience with them because yes. they are just being controlled by the fear, and I really can't... I don't go off on them anymore. I just say, right, you know, right, right, you're, you're better right. off if you don't wear that or something. Well, I, so, I, I must confess that on, on my mask, my paper mask that's worthless that I've been carrying in my pocket for months that I when I have to go into a store, I took a magic marker and I wrote on it, scam. So it says in great big letters on the mask, it says scam. And I walk around with this and I walk around with my mask under my nose so that I can breathe through my nose. Yeah. I know. So and when I need to talk to somebody, when I need to ask a question of somebody there in the store, I have to pull down my mask and I ask them to pull down theirs so that I, I'm 75 years old. I don't hear all that well to start with. And what about the poor people who, who are hearing impaired and have to read lips? They can't read lips anymore. No, not at all. Unbelievable. So, ladies Unbelievable. and gentlemen, if you have a heart condition or you feel unwell, don't wait to go to get your care. Go get your care, please. Okay? We have to put pressure on people to lift these lockdowns. Uh, and so we, so we can get the people who are going to lose their businesses and maybe commit suicide, and, and God knows what. We have to, we have to work yeah. toward that. Uh, minimize it. Yeah, minimize this consumption of this stupid television and screen time. Go outside. Get some fresh air. Okay? It's better for your health. Stop fearing COVID. I'll say it again. It's a mild right. respiratory virus. 99% right. of the population is going, to, right. is going to be well with it. Right. But I will say, please take extra precautions when visiting elderly people who may be at risk, those with diabetes and whatever. Social distance, make sure you wash your hands. I, you know what? 
there's where I'm going to draw the line. I'm going to wear a mask if I had, if I was in that situation because they are the vulnerable, but that's the only time. Okay. So I I guess there is an exception to my rule. Well, so, okay, Phil, I think we beat this up. I think they, (laughs) our our audience knows how we feel about it and that it is a mild Mm. respiratory virus that they will not 99.99% will not die from. We don't want fear. Uh, There's a quote that I saw here. If you want to control someone, all you have to do is make them feel afraid. Palo Colo. Okay. Just, uh, and and I think that uh, I got five years on you, by the way, I'm 80, but uh, Mm. Franklin Roosevelt said, what something's the effect that do not, do not fear or don't have, don't be afraid except for fear itself or something. I mean, yeah. he, he was yeah. aware, he was aware at that time. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron unfiltered, uncensored. Uh, we do also have a YouTube channel called Dr. Ron. Uh, this, this program will be there sometime tomorrow. Uh, we are on Apple and Google play and the new Google play. We're on Spotify uh, just about any place you can listen to us, please do. And if you have, if you feel that we've earned your trust, go ahead and write us a positive review. Uh, we our special guest today has been Phil Safer, Safier S A F I E R. He has a company called Alexa E L I X A dot com. Please look him up if you have any interest in colloidal silver. I can tell you, you don't need any any. Uh, stirrers or anything. It's electronically stirred. Uh, 99% of the time, you're going to get 10 or 11 parts per million without even doing anything, as long as you use uh, distilled water and keep your uh, electric. I found you have to keep those uh, silver rods clean and just wipe them off afterwards. Uh, uh, so he's been our guest last week and this week, and I'm sure he'll be back again. Uh, but, uh, you know, today, just Wanted to just to have an open discussion so you know that it's a real virus, okay? I don't believe in viruses, but this thing is real. Let's say that for now. Wash your hands, okay? And uh, don't, don't fear. Go and live your life. I mean, I, I go out with my grandkids. I take them to dinner. I, I have breakfast with them. Right. I, don't want, I don't want to be so afraid of dying that I forget to live. And you're going to teach you don't, and you don't want to teach those children to be afraid. Look at the damage that's being done to ch- little children are growing up being afraid of everything. Yeah, it is a shame. It's, it's a sin. Sad. It's a sin and a crime. Yeah, and I'll leave you with one other thing that I read today. That if I had the, the sound effects as I did at the other station, I would I, it would blow your head off. The headline reads: Virginia requires student vaccinations for online learning. <laughs> now, does that make your head explode? Do you need duct tape to keep your head on when you're reading yeah, a headline yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. And wear your mask when you're on a Zoom call. Yeah, that, that, I'm going to have to add that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're going to call it a day. I, I appreciate I do have an attitude of gratitude for your listening. Uh, if you uh, we earned your trust, Please, uh, you know, give us a good rating. We'll be back next week uh, at 4 p.m. live, and we'll discuss some more, uh, some interesting things about how to stay well, because 
we don't want you to be in a culture where you have to have a pill for every ill. Then the pharmaceutical companies are making up the ill so they can give you that pill. Okay, we want to just talk about how to stay well, how to drink pure water, how to get exercise. If you can afford it, get the GMO uh, free products that don't have the glyphosate on them. And I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit next week about glyphosate, how it is a systemic poison. Two or three billion pounds of it or tons of it are used every year. It is just killing us. Uh, it, it, it takes the place of glycine, a very important amino acid in our systems. It can cause tendon ruptures. It can, you know, you, do you, has, have, have you seen a lot of people with uh, rotator cuff injuries? Have you seen more aneurysms? Well, between the Cipro and the glyphosate, I think we have a reason for that. And yep. Phil, I, yep. I, have a great, I have a great book for you. It's called The Invisible hmm. Rainbow. The I'm Invisible familiar. Rainbow. I'm familiar, yeah. Arthur yep. Furstenberg. I just finished it. And yep. that, that just traces the, how the electrification of, the, of our life and, and the things yep. it's, it's uh, done. So uh, we have, if you want to YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, uh, J.F. Kennedy Dershowitz, J.F. Kennedy Ron, Ron Paul, uh, Dr. Kaufman has lots of great videos. You can just. Yeah. Andrew Kaufman, right. Andrew Kaufman. Just, just you, it, very easy to understand. He's really good. <clears throat> yes. and, uh, and Del Bigtree. Okay, another good yeah, uh, YouTuber yeah. gives you lots of good information, and he has one where he has even an oxygen an oximeter inside his mask, and how he shows you how it drops below acceptable levels. I mean, there's lots yeah. of good stuff out there. So uh, I would mm -hmm. recommend the book Invisible Rainbow, those YouTube videos, and we will see you next week. So thank you, Phil. Thank you for being here today. Uh, it, it was Thanks, really a lot of fun. Thanks, Lou.